Guess who's back? It's us, Media Monsters. We're here talking about Big Trouble in Little China. John Carpenter's Big Trouble in Little China. As always, I am Nick, and I am joined by my two fine uncles, Alex and Jim. How are you guys? I'm good. I'm good. Very good. Happy to be back. I'm good. I'm glad to have you. I'm here. <laughs> very good. Very good. We'll get into that, but uh, first, uh, since it's been a little bit, I wanted to do a uh, watch list, so... Jim? You know, um, on past episodes, I've dogged on a lot of the Star Trek shows, like Star Trek Picard and Star Trek Discovery, but I'm really, really hopeful for Star Trek uh, Strange New Worlds. The first two episodes are rewatchable already, which uh, I I'm shocked at. I'm really enjoying it. And uh, I'm looking to go and watch it on a bigger TV with higher definition, with better sound, because it's it's that good. It's almost uh, cinema quality. I also got challenged by uh, one of my coworkers to give Superman and Lois another try. Uh, I had kind of given up. Um, it just didn't hold my interest for the first uh, after the first couple of episodes. But um, I'm glad that I went back and gave it another try because I. As somebody who read the um, death of Superman and you know saw the four uh, Superman that showed up afterwards, I like the take that they they've given this, and uh, you know they've alluded to a lot of classic Superman things without going down those roads, but just a, a slight nod to it. So um, I've quickly caught up on that, but you know I'm enjoying both of those. Alex, what have uh, what have you been watching, man? I've actually been watching a, a, a number of things. Um, I blew through Russian Doll season two, like real fast. Um, Russian Doll was a movie that it was a show that um, it came out like three years ago. And I actually thought it got canceled and this came out of nowhere. I was actually amazed. Uh, it's the first sh Netflix show that I've actually been like, you know what? That was that was really, really worth the wait. And I'm really glad they took their time with it because it's just such an amazing show. I blew through open range on Amazon. Open range is, is amazing. That's uh, for anyone that doesn't know about it. That's the Josh that, Brolin show, right? That, that show is absolutely amazing. Um, it's, I can't, I can't suggest that show enough. Um, it's absolutely, it's, it holds you up until the very, very, like literally the last minute of the show it's it just delivers it's such a good show on top of that i blew through uh the Pent the pentaveret if you haven't watched the pentaveret it is absolutely <laughs> hilarious it's everything that it's it's the mike myers show that is it's kind of like it has the appeal that um that austin powers did to you know seventh graders when it came out but now that all those seventh graders are like 50 years old it speaks to him on that level. And it's just, it says a lot of stuff. It's, it makes, it makes you think about a lot of stuff, but it's, it's, it's great. It's just an idiotic show, but it's, it, it delivers. It's so good. You'll, uh, I hear there's a, uh, there's a Shrek cameo at some is, point. <laughs> it's, it, it's super good. It's, it's, it's really, really funny. It, 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 it nails it on all levels. The, the Shrek cameo is real good. Um, <laughs> As well as on top of that, I'm actually watching um, Under the Banner of Heaven, which is it's that's an amazing show on Hulu. That is absolutely amazing. 
Um, that's got Andrew Garfield. It has uh, Kiernan Culkin or Rory Culkin in it. Sorry, Rory Culkin's in it. Um, and then it has uh, Wyatt Russell in it. And it's 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 an excellent show for that space where I was trying to fill like a true detective type show. Yeah, that 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 delivers. That's a that's an amazing, amazing show. And you talk about people who were meant to pay, play roles. It's cast perfectly. It's a, it's just an amazing show. Um, my biggest gripe with it right now is it only comes out once a week and it's you really it's so good. On top of that, I watched a, a movie called Lotus. Uh, if you guys don't know what Lotus is, it's a. I suggest you uh, do your research on this one. It's a uh, it's a supernatural western set in the eighteen nineties about a buffalo hunter named uh, Wiley Prescott who helps a Chinese railroad worker son save his fiance named Lotus from a Chinese from a Chinese sorcerer while searching for his stolen horse while saving a woman who rescues a Chinese woman who rescues Chinese women for prostitution. If you haven't, uh, hmm, was yeah. so I, I mean, I may have a tidbit about this later on when we talk about the movie, but was this based on one of the first drafts of this movie? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll go back to it. Yeah. Okay. So. All right. Yeah. Is it based on Pee Wee's Big Adventure? No. 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 Just- Nick caught it. Nick caught it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Nick, good, absolutely. Nick caught it. Good for you, man. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, no, we'll we'll talk about it later. I have a little tidbit about that. So, um, uh, what is Lotus on? What is it? Uh, Netflix or what? Just Google it. You'll uh, you'll figure it out. Okay. And uh, as for me, I've been doing a bit of watching since uh, Flash Gordon. Um, saw everything everywhere all at once. Um, that was good. I enjoyed that. Um, did I mention that when when we did Flash Gordon? We might have. Anyway, good movie. It's uh, I I don't know. I don't know what to say. That's already been said about it. I think it's a little bit overrated because people uh, said this was like this immediately shot up to like number one on like a bunch of top movie lists, and it's it's good. It's not that good. But um But you you said that it shot up even though it was in limited release at the time. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was it was doing limited release when it shot up to 1. It's dropped down I think now, but it's still at like number 4 or something on mostly referring to uh Letterbox top 250 just cuz that's what I use. Anyway, uh it's good movie. A little bit overrated, but good movie. Uh I saw Total Recall for the first time in like forever. Um, is that the Colin Farrell movie? No, 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 no. The, the, the (laughs) 90s one. Wait, there's not a Colin Farrell? Like, that's not the original? (laughs) I've been living a lie. (laughs) Yeah, man. (laughs) Um, Total Recall. Uh, I love Paul Verhoeven. Um, and this reminded me why. He just, like, he's, he was this little sci-fi trilogy that he did with, like, Total Recall Starship Troopers and RoboCop was just absolutely amazing. Didn't the smaller the smaller lady in that in that in the bar just died recently, didn't she? Like within Did the she? last two months. I don't know. Yeah, the tiny 
prostitute? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. I wasn't keeping keeping tabs. Um. <laughs> anyway, Total Recall is a good movie, and you should watch it. I also saw The Northman. Um, that was a good movie. It's uh, like an even manly or three hundred, if that's even possible. Where'd you see that? Just at a Regal near me. I heard it's actually on. They they released on iTunes already on Apple TV. Yeah, that doesn't really surprise me. Kind of bums me out that they that they're blowing through movies left and right like that. It kind of really bums me out like that. Yeah, that's I'm showing my age though. Yeah, well. Get off my lawn. <laughs> it's you know people just people aren't really returning to theaters still yet. I I read no, this somewhere. Definitely not. They're just not going except uh, except when there's a Marvel Studios logo, which brings me to. Um, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Um, I was supposed to do a larger episode on this, and then I got caught up in doing finals, so um, I might do that later. But um, I liked it. I, I love the sl- Sam Raimi uh, flair of, of this movie, so it's um, if you like Sam, I'd, I'd say go and watch this. But, um, you know, if you don't really like Marvel, then you still might not enjoy this. Um, I have... I've talked to some friends about this. So if this was a donut, what would you uh what flavor would would the uh multi flavor of madness be? It would definitely be strange, right? But if you had to make this a donut, what would it be? Um I I can't remember the name of it, but probably the, the fruity pebbles one that they have at like voodoo donuts. That's a good call. Yeah. Would you stick anything in the middle of it? Would you stick like, um, maybe some uh scarlet raspberry? Maybe, um, no, no, I'm not going to say anything. I, I, I wanted to say a spoiler, but I'm not going to. Down the shovel before you dig yourself in too deep. <laughs> uh, but, oh God, there's so much I could say about this movie and it, it, uh, it pains me that you guys haven't seen this so that we can talk about it. Um, I, I had thought about that question the other day. Yeah. About, the, about the donut question that if I had to make it like a dozen donuts and they were all based off of different uh marvel movies what would they be <laughs> i really thought about this for like a good 20 minutes and i can't even you know the incredible the hulk, hulk would have to be a no it'd, it'd have to be a fudge donut because because the the ben and jerry's ice cream oh hulk a hulk a burning it? fudge yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Fudge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway um yeah no i'd i you know this is good. You know what? It might be the voodoo doll itself, because cause this movie is a little bit horror. Uh, it's and it's fun. It's fun with that, and I'm I'm really that. hoping that they kind of continue with that. It's not like scary, but it's like it 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 has like horror stuff going on. This might be the eternal question. What of what what the these movies would be as donuts? Yeah, because I, I I definitely thought about the uh, the flash. I thought about our last episode with Flash Gordon. Yeah. And I really figured if we could have, you know, like a lemon zinger. Yeah. Like Flash, Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon's a lemon like, zinger. It would be a lemon minger. A <laughs> lemon minger. But okay. Like, you would, and you would stick Pop Rocks on it. Like mm. I really thought about it. I thought about this for a good 20 minutes. <laughs> and I really think like, and it's on. You don't want to put cheese on it because the movie's be really a, cheesy, but you know, you don't want it, cheese it, on uh, it. You could, you could do uh, cream cheese icing. Cream you could do. There it would you be go. a Ming, a Ming zinger. Um, a Ming cool. zinger. All right. This is ridiculous enough that it might just work. 
Speaking of desserts, Des- yes, uh, I I um was talking to uh, our our cousin's daughter a couple of days ago, and I asked her for some TV uh, recommendations. Um, so she recommended two Netflix game shows, which I didn't even know that Netflix has game shows. Uh, and the first one is called "Is It Cake?" Oh God. it's um it, it it's definitely like rubbernecking you gotta like watch it and you're like okay I, i'm gonna watch one episode and then i'm gonna turn it off and watch something else um next thing you know i've watched several episodes and and i'm like uh, uh that was a complete waste of time why didn't i go to sleep um the second one uh the floor is lava or floor is lava and and it's kind of one of those. It reminds me of the old JD Roth game shows, but these contestants have to make it from one end of a, a room to another without touching the floor. And the the graphics on this are hysterical because it, you know these people fall onto the floor, and you really do think that they fell into lava. And the, you know there's certain things that are going to squirt on them, and there's certain things in the room that that they have to knock over to get from point A to point B to point C. Again, it, it's it's definitely something where you're like, yeah, I'll watch one episode, and next thing you know, you've spent, you know, it's 2 o'clock in the morning and you've watched half a season. Yeah, um, I, ex- I experienced something like that. I, uh, I kind of got caught yeah, up in Yeah, I experienced watching... that too. It was called Childhood. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> I got caught up in watching um, Championship Puzzling. Uh, I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's really neat because like you have two people and they have a they have a, a timed they have a level of difficulty with puzzles and like uh, jigsaw puzzles or what? Yeah, 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 yeah. And they could actually people come along and you know like the other guy if he it, I, I forget exactly exactly what the premise is, but they could turn around and like they get to steal puzzles from the, like pieces from the other guy and they also get to go over and bust up their yeah uh, their puzzle. Are they doing um, the same puzzle or different puzzles? Yeah, they are. They're totally doing the same puzzle. And um, it was really interesting. Uh, it, and it, I got probably like, you know, three episodes in. And then I realized that um, I'm completely making this up. This does... <laughs> <laughs> I totally just made that up. <laughs> it doesn't exist. <laughs> it could exist, well, but it does and, not. <laughs> and, and since I was on a kick of watching Netflix game shows, third one is called Bullshit. And it is Howie Mandel. Hit the button. Hit the jump button. Oh, don't don't bother wasting your time with that one. Don't bother wasting your time. It's it's not good. So it's not but, just a clever name. Ah, uh, it's yeah. It's uh, these contestants are supposed to um, come up with answers, and and you know you're supposed to be convinced whether or not they know what they're talking about. And three people have to decide whether or not the person who who is giving the answer is telling the truth or whether they're full of bullshit. Any good? I just saved you an enormous amount of time. Don't bother watching it. Nick, do you do you even watch do you watch game shows, Nick? Uh, are you a fan of the game show? Not really. Yeah, I used to watch Survivor. Is it, uh, is it generational? I mean, it's sometimes fun to throw on like the game show network and watch reruns of game shows from like the seventies. But you know, I, like I don't press think your, press I don't your luck. think modern game shows are very good. No, you should watch Press Your Luck and uh, Press Your Luck's pretty good. No, no whammy. whammy, no whammies. Okay, look that up. All I right. would say I would straight. say Family Feud with Steve Harvey might be worth it. 
No. no. You gotta just go back to Richard Dawson. He's just in his in his Harris. Or one. just just find bloopers on YouTube because it it, yeah, it cuts what, out yeah. cuts out ninety nine point nine percent of the the. This is true. <laughs> some stupid stuff that you don't want to see sure. that'll just watch waste the, your time. Yeah, watch the uh, Family Feud yeah. TikTok it's stuff. The, it's the you know stupidest moments videos. You just you don't need a, the I, rest of a game show. I am excited about um about the new uh the new pillow fighting championship. That's that's gonna be real interesting. Pillow fights. Okay, Nick. Um, are we? I'm, gonna a, judge I'm calling BS it? on this one. I, I'm calling yeah, I made, BS on that too. All right, all right. Are too. we going to talk about <laughs> Big Trouble in Little China, or are we just gonna like make all up right. game shows? Let's talk about Big Trouble. Okay. I know. Yes. How do you how do you introduce such a such a legendary film? And I I know that sounded sarcastic, but I mean that sincerely. John Carpenter's Big Trouble in Little China, uh, released 1986, to not a very warm reception. This was another one of those John Carpenter movies that just refused to do well. I think it, your your Alien movie uh, kind of yeah yeah well it came out yeah summer. it came out the same summer as Alien, so that didn't really help anything. But yeah, this is such a weird film because it's 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 a genre that like nobody really does. It's like kung fu fantasy set in like the modern day and also in america for some reason yeah did he didn't he describe it as a kung fu midi like kung fu western ghost story supernatural horror yeah action yeah. adventure like it's like you just during, went through yeah during the director's went commentary through. that's that's like he just named a bunch of things and it's like yep that the that describes You're just all words. <laughs> Although watching the movie, I came up with an interesting way to look at it, um, <laughs> and that is that this movie is—it's a Han Solo movie from the perspective of Chewbacca. That's good. That's that's really good. Because he he just wants his he wants his uh, truck back. And and if this was a Han Solo movie, Chewie would just want the Falcon back. Well, actually, one IMDb reviewer um, called it um, Pee Wee's Big Adventure with a truck. I, I, I mean, I guess. <laughs> I don't I know. I haven't I, seen Pee Wee's Big Adventure in a long time. I think Kurt Russell described his character of Jack Burton as being a a clueless lowbrow James uh, John Wayne. <laughs> well, that's that, that's absolutely what he's going for. There's no doubt yeah. about that. With the best hair. Ever. <laughs> oh, that big, big '80s hair. Was that was that Captain Ron hair? Was that was that that same like? His hair was just that big by then. It was. It was so nice. It was a really. <laughs> it was good. That's what happens. That's what happens when you have a stress-free childhood working under the supervision of walt disney to rise the ranks as an actor anyway <laughs> um <laughs> but the, the computer board tennis shoes yes they they mentioned that during the director's commentary that i watched for this <laughs> john carpenter has never seen the computer board tennis shoes and uh and kurt was very mad about it um <laughs> this is their fourth movie correct working together this is their uh, if you can't Elvis, yes, and then yeah. the fifth would be uh, Escape from L.A. Someone made a comment that they're like, "Yeah, what a low, what a, a a way to end your 
working relationship with somebody like which bad move oh no i i think they're still friends like i i think they just like they stopped doing movies together regularly i think they had just kind of john's whole career in in the 90s was a bit weird and so his working relationships with everyone kind of changed i didn't i did not know that he uh he directed starman oh yeah yeah it's it's there there are elements of carpenter in it but it's it's very much uh does not feel like a john carpenter movie at all the only line that i remember from starman was uh red means stop green means go yellow means go very fast that's the only one i remember too (laughs) (laughs) it's not a bad movie when i watched it you were you were a big fan of starman jim I remember wow. that you were you were about it. You wanted to see it really badly. <laughs> I, I did. I did want to see it really badly as a kid, but you know. Listen, this movie has nothing on vampires. I like vampires. I do. I, mean, I do. Been, I do too. I, I. It's it's not Ghosts of Mars, is it? Oh God, no. Oh no, don't don't remind me of Ghosts of Mars. <laughs> I've seen I've seen nearly all of this man's features, and it's. Quite the quite the trip in, in quality <laughs> that some of these movies like some of these are the greatest movies you've ever seen and some of these are like some of these are ghost bars. So would you see would you say that there's a difference between the movies that he did uh, under the studio versus the movies he did under his own uh, independently? Um, I don't think he ever did much independently outside of like his very early work well he was still distributed um under the studio but he you know he after this he he, well it was um, i mean halloween halloween obviously was the you know breaking big point that was the that's that's where he got his career and then did he do one and two or just one he just did the first one i think he wrote the second one though Um, Actually, I like Halloween too. I I mean, that's just I just like it. It's good, but you know, yeah. I'm actually amazed at how many John Carpenter movies I actually did see. I I was actually pretty amazed when I, when I looked at what he has. Did he do the music in Halloween too? Yeah. Has he has yeah. he scored everything? Uh, except he, for except for Firestarter. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, he has now. Um, uh, so yeah, I think pretty much everything he's done, he has scored. Except for the thing, but also he did the thing. Like, he he tried to give that gig to Ennio Morricone, who you might know from the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly soundtrack. Uh, but he ended up having to, like, do it all himself anyway, based on, like... And I guess Ennio just, like, made music based on some of his own arrangements. So he has basically done all of the music for all of his films. So, yeah. All right, so let's let's get back to Big Trouble in Little China because we can we can yeah, we can talk uh, about the, all day the, about John Carpenter the theme all day. song uh, that he wrote with uh, his band, the Coupe de Vils. No, you don't want to talk about that? Oh my God, it is horrible! It's amazing. We can talk about that? It's oh. that's that's part of it's, it. It's nineteen eighties, you know, swagger. That's Michael oh, Myers and director John Carpenter performing their hit song, Big Trouble in Little China theme. Is it different, Michael Myers? The original Austin one. Powers and who? The original, oh, the Michael, killer? Michael Myers, my man, the killer. Come on now, Halloween. Yeah, is it really? I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, Nick Castle. Is he the guy with the beard, or the guy with the cardigan? He's, in the video? I, I, he's the guy 
There's that really famous behind-the-scenes picture of Michael Myers where he has the mask up and he's, like, drinking a beer through the mask. It's, it's, that's him. <laughs> that's Nick Castle. I don't know if you've ever seen this photo, but. I have not, amazingly, in my 47 years now. All right, yeah, so let's, let's get okay, back to Okay, so it is, it is the beard one. All right, I, I found him. Anyway, yeah, uh, John Carpenter's Big Trouble in Little China. This was uh, written by... I'll step in on this I, one. I can't his find name, it. Yeah, his name is W.D. Richter. Yeah. He actually and he, is, he wrote uh, Buckaroo Banzai. No, yes. hold up. He, he, wrote, he rewrote the script for this, which was originally, as you picked up, it was Lotus. I just... I yeah. Just, when I lied, instead yeah. I watched a movie named Lotus... That's actually what it was supposed to be. W.D. Richter actually, um, he actually had a really good reputation of being able to tool scripts up really well and be able to like uh, mash up genres. Um, he rewrote the script and he, I think he did it in like 10 weeks. He did it real fast. And I think production was only 10, 10 weeks. But yeah, he, as you said, he did actually do Buckaroo Banzai. Buckaroo Banzai is, was, is great. I've um, never, I've never seen it. It's a, it's always on like the top of my list because I know that that seems like a really weird movie that I would enjoy. Buckaroo Banza has is one of the best themes. You've heard, yeah, it's got this really good whistling song that I, I suggest Wait. you go. <laughs> that was Charlie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, and it, it's got John Lit, John Lithgow and, and Jeff Goldblum. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I know, right. and and uh, Peter Weller. Jeff Wait, Goldblum. Dude, imagine if your name was... I mean, come on. The guy's name is Richter. How cool is that? Richter. That, that's, that's awesome. What? Like God, Richter. what would be like a good name for his son? Boa Constrictor. Oh. Boa Constrictor. Bo yeah. <laughs> his, his name would be Boa C. Richter. And Con Const would be... Con oh, Con Boa Constantine Richter. It would be Boa Constrictor. <laughs> this is this is this is completely ridiculous so do you know what the original do you know what the original name of this movie was uh i i i know it was like something equally as ridiculous right chinatown gun chinatown gun that's good yes. man that's good so it, it is it's pretty good do you know who so Tell us more about John Carpenter's involvement in this. Um, well, I don't know what you're getting at, but um, I don't know. He um, he worked on this after uh, Starman. Uh, he was. Uh, I don't know what. Now, now I'm all messed up because I, I'm trying to figure out what you're about to say. Do you guys know? Do you know what he turned down to do this movie? Oh. I knew this. I knew this. He turned he turned down Golden Child to do this movie. Oh yeah! Oh yeah. my God! He, yep, he turned he turned down the Golden Child, and uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh my God! They actually, yeah, they actually wanted this movie to come out before Golden Child, so that um, so it would beat it. It would beat it in the box Golden office. Golden so Child this was, really was like kind of similar to this or something, from what I understand. So the guy who plays um, Egg Shen is actually in Golden Child as well. Um, do you know that... It, so to compete with Golden Child, they wanted to go ahead and get two different... Um, they wanted to go ahead and get 
there was two names pitched, but they were turned down because they were too busy um, for the Jack Burton part that Kurt Russell plays. He actually was, um, they pitched it to Clint Eastwood and to Jack Nicholson. Yep. So interesting. Uh, yeah. So they, and then Kurt Russell actually came up and said, I, I don't know. Oh, yeah. If I'll be able to pull the way they will, but they they believed in it. Um, yeah, well, it was it was that like he had been doing a string of like nobody was really seeing Kurt Russell movies at that time. Yeah, and, and actually, so I mean, it's funny that you say that because I I think in the end, what John said to Kurt was, "I don't really care as long as I'm making the movie with you." Yeah, and it, actually, the guy who plays. Um, Wang Chi in the movie um, the, his kind of his, his sidekick Wang his best friend in the movie they actually pitched that to uh, Jackie Chan yeah, oh, yeah that would have been good yeah they were, they were worried about his, his uh, they were actually worried about his his, his English so they, they passed on that and he actually was in um, the guy who played Wang Chi was actually I believe he was in Year of the Dragon or Year of, uh, or maybe Chinatown he was in something else before this, but he, he did really well. Uh, Year um, of the Dragon. Yeah, Year of the Dragon. And he's, so, he is also in Prince of Darkness. Yep. So they they passed it on to him. And what's actually really funny is the fact that he is actually, he was supposed to be the star of the whole movie. Um, but they didn't, they were like, he's not going to be able to pull. He's not going to be able to pull the attention like like Kurt Russell will. So that's why they, they turned, they marketed it. He's not as marketable as Kurt Russell will be. So they, they turned it and they put the marketing on Kurt Russell for this movie, um, which is really funny. Is that how you movie. heard it? I, I, I thought from my understanding, it was always written that this was just a movie where the sidekick and the main, the main character kind of switch roles yeah. and how they're presented. I don't, was it ever? It was actually supposed to be. Um, there actually wasn't supposed to be any main star. It was actually supposed to be the ensemble. It was supposed to be the Gracie Law character, the Eddie. Um, Wang yeah, and, this and, well, this movie Kurt Russell and then, very well. What's his name? What's her name? Margot? Is it Margot? Yeah, or I think so. The yeah, the Gracie Law's sidekick, um, which is really funny because they all kind of if you look at that person if you look at that component wang chi is kurt russell's is uh is jack burton's sidekick um eddie is eddie is wang chi's sidekick kim Cattrall, gracie law's sidekick is margo and then there's the relationship between eddie and margo and it's like there's there's a whole circle yeah and they kind of are all sidekicks to uh, Egg Shen, <laughs> but which is really cool. So, though I mean, Big Trouble, we Jimmy and I saw Big Trouble in Little China in in Dartmouth at the mall. We actually saw it in the movie theater, um, and I actually had known about this movie for a while because back in the day there actually was a um, there was a magazine called Starlog, and they actually they were showing pictures of it being made and they were they were chalking it up. So it was, it was a really exciting for me. I was actually anticipating this movie for a very long time uh, when it was coming out. It's just definitely, it's, it's a movie that is just, it's a timeless movie in my book. Um, it, it holds up like real well. 
I think, well, I think part, part of what helps it is that, like, it's, it's a very unique movie. Like, movies like this just don't really exist where it's, like, this weird kind of mashup of genres, specifically like this, where it's, like, just this mashup of, like, fantasy and modern day and, like, then there's, like, the, the kung fu elements. It's just all of it. It's, it's very, very unique in its premise. I guess the only thing that kind of, like, could come close to this is maybe, like, some of the Marvel movies, maybe? Like, maybe Thor Ragnarok, but it's not the same? Yeah, on the, on the, on the comedy level, yeah. I definitely could see it, because it's a, it's a really well-balanced movie. Yeah. It's a very well-balanced movie. It's so, it's so serious in its approach, but it's so, to, like, to the, to the, to the action. And it's, but it's, it's so horrendously funny. Like, yeah. It's and so it's ridiculous. this is definitely a movie where it's like you either get the joke or you don't. It it's that's that's something that um, John said about this movie a lot during the commentary is that like the the producers were really worried about like how Jack Burton was going to look and uh, the the beginning scene actually where the the uh, Egg Shen does his little like lightning move uh, they added that because they were like. No, no, Jack Jack Burton is the hero of this story. <laughs> Just got to make sure that this this point gets across to the audience. Well, you know, in, in uh, watching it yesterday, I actually got kind of confused about that scene. It does seem out of place because I'm like, why are the police looking for Jack? You know, it, it doesn't doesn't seem to make make sense. I mean, there wasn't much police. There was no police involvement in the entire movie, and. You know, except that they're supposedly looking for him at the beginning. Kind of, kind of weird that way. Um, one of the things that um, John Carpenter was credit for was that you know, in in a time where so many people were portraying other nationalities, like white people portraying Asian people, um, John Carpenter had all Asian people portraying Asian Asian people. So I mean, it, he was he was way ahead of his time. Yeah, uh, well, for that. I mean, during. And I think that, that that helps it stand the test of time. Yeah. And do you know, did you. I think this is the first time you actually see um, Al Leong. And you're like, you, you know who Al Leong For those who don't know who Al Leong is, he's the Asian bad guy. He's the oh, wow. bad guy. He, the guy with uh, the long hair? He is. Yeah. He, and he's definitely. This is the first time we really see him in the action movie genre as like a disposable character. He's also I in believe. Year of the Dragon. Yeah, he's also in Bill and Ted. He is. He, he's mm. Genghis Khan. He's <laughs> in he actually, Daredevil, 2003. Did you, did you know that, um, so talk about Year of the Dragon, that there was actually, they wanted to boycott making this movie because of Year of the Dragon, the uh, the Asian Film film Actors Society. Yeah, no, I mean, they that's, that's what John that. Carpenter actually said during the commentary was that the Asian community was not very happy with this movie and how it portrayed, uh, you know, those kind of Fu Manchu stereotypes, which... <laughs> which Al Leong does not help. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're not entirely wrong, but, like, he also talked to the actors he had working on it, and they were like, I don't know, there's nothing more you can do here, so... I don't know. What I mean, what a cool scene that is, though, when you first see... Oh, the alley when, fight? The alley fight's the, fantastic. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, that that's a really, really good fight, and it's just... Because you're, you're just, like, dropped yeah. into the middle of this, and, like, Dude, all this, like, like Mortal Kombat before Mortal Kombat stuff starts happening. 
Well, that, speaking of that, which, okay, I'm glad thought. you brought that up. Um, I mean, the three storms, two out of the three storms are directly, you know, Mortal Kombat rips off two of those characters. Yeah, yeah lightning and uh, yeah. lightning and, and one of them. One of them is literally thunder. called rain. Lightning and thunder. Yep, thunder, lightning, and rain, which which Jack actually alludes to at the very end when he's sitting in the when he's in the truck and he's talking about lightning, thunder, and rain in that final, you know, like soliloquy or whatever he says. Which is really funny because you never you never hear their you never hear their name. They never say no. That they that's yes, Lopan does refer to them. Oh, does he? He does. But, but what's really funny is that. So let's go back to that fight scene, right? Yeah. Like that's that's a that's a tense scene. Like you know, yeah. you it's in an alley, where that truck is. You're like that truck is not getting down that alley. Oh, and you right very quickly, gonna, very quickly. Uh, Kurt had to learn how to drive that truck for real. Do you know what? Do you know what his his profession was? Uh, uh Kurt or do you know? Do you know what Jack Burton's profession is? And don't tell me a truck driver, but he was a certain type of truck driver. Uh, no. He's a pig hauler. He's a he hauls. Oh, pigs. that's pork why it's called Express. the Pork Chop Express. It, that's exactly that's what it's called. Very pork good. And doesn't it say haul and bacon or something like that on the mug flaps? Yeah, or something, something like that. Or, that. No, I think it says haul and ass. I think it says haul and ass on the on the back, um, <laughs> on the mud flaps. So there you go. But I mean, talk about the. You put the truck every time I see that scene. You, you, the truck's going down the alley, right? You're like, you're gonna feel. Well, it's, it's so claustrophobic because uh, it's just that's like that. That's exactly what I'm talking about. And you're gonna get, you're gonna get like that kind of that, that scraping metal crunching feeling. Yeah, and like you're, you're, get, you're getting up against buildings and like you know yeah. it's slowly closing in. But other than that, when yeah, man. when the tong fight is good like when the first guy walks down and he looks at wang chi and he just stares at him like you're you don't matter this is not your fight you know what i mean <laughs> yeah it's just uh, it's and i'll tell you as a kid seeing that fight break out that is so bad it is such a bad badass scene so you you have this you have this scene going and then all of a sudden the three storms show up and it's what's so funny during this whole scene is they're just Jack Burton, they're sitting they in the car. They don't matter to these people. They just don't matter. They're just there. And they they never like even though they're ready to get in the fight, they they never they don't matter to these guys. And they just go on and it's just like, "Whoa." And it's actually those that Tong fight that that turf war was actually really the inspiration was inspired by the actual Tong fights that was happening in San Francisco, I believe in the early 1900s there was there was rival fights between different gangs in china chinatown that scene's influenced by those fights i mean dude come on like other than the tension of that and then you throw the three the three storms in there it's dude it's so badass it's so badass and then when when they're going down and those guys are just peeling off and getting out of the way of the truck <laughs> yeah no it's i hadn't dude you hadn't seen anything like that I hadn't seen anything like that. You know what I mean? Like that that Asian aspect put into an American American film at the time. And, yeah, you know, he well what? John John said that he was like 10 years old when I saw it, 11 maybe. John, one of the things John said is that he was like he was just going through piles and piles of like kung fu movies that were big at the time and like a lot of these names that are in the movie are like 
the big Chinese action stars at the time or Hong Kong action stars. Isn't the Three Storms actually from Shogun Assassins? I as well? yeah, something like that. Yeah, they're. I mean, all of these people he said were like, you know, that's probably why he was after Jackie Chan. Like he, you know, he was trying to get all these big names before like the the rest of the West could get to him. It, it, what's really funny during the whole movie is like as the movie's going on, you forget the ultimate goal of Jack Burton is to find his truck. Yeah. I think the only other movie where you just, the whole point of finding something so simple was like the big Lebowski when he's trying to find a rug. Yeah. Do, do you know yeah. what I mean? Or Pee-wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> or Pee-wee's Big Adventure with, <laughs> with a bike. Um, so let me, let me ask you this question, okay? Because this seems like the appropriate time to ask the question. There's a famous scene in The Big Bang Theory where Amy says to Sheldon and the rest of the guys that Indiana Jones has no impact on what actually happens in the movie, right? She ruins Raiders of the Lost Ark for all the guys because of that statement. Can the same thing be said to Jack? You know, does Jack have any impact in the result for the movie? No, he's a heel. He's a total heel in that movie. He he gets he gets a lucky shot off at the end. That's the only thing that makes him it, it is kind of a hero. <laughs> and then what's really funny is because like you said, the Han Solo thing. Yeah. And it's like just like Han Solo, and everyone's gonna say it, is like when you're a kid you think Han Solo is the coolest guy in, in the universe. He's like space Fonzie. And yet when you get older, you realize that Han Solo is a total tool. And that's the thing is he's an idiot and a tool. That's Jack especially Burton. when you go back and watch Solo. Yeah, that's Jack Burton. He's he's a complete idiot and tool. Who but just, he's, he's but he's not Han Solo. No one is Han Solo. <laughs> Wang Chi would be Jones. the Han Solo of this story. I'm telling you, Jack Jack Burton is Chewbacca. <laughs> Jack, Jack Burton, Burton just wants to get the vehicle back. <laughs> Jack Jack Burton, he shoots the ceiling and knocks himself out. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes, he's the he's the sidekick to the guy who's not even the main character. Man, he's it's it's there's I don't know, man. It's I mean, what's really one of my favorite things about this movie is I mean, just the one-liners keep coming. Just boom, boom, boom. It's very sharp. It, oh yeah, I mean when. When I watched it and took my notes, most of my notes are just one-liners that Jack says. And most of them are what Jack says versus other characters. But Yeah. We may you know, be he's, trapped. He's, he's you know, the he's the dumb white guy, you know, with a whole bunch of Asian people who, you know, talk about their 2,000 years of, of history. And, yeah, it, it, he's incredible. He's a, he's a reasonable guy who just has experienced some unreasonable stuff. I mean, <laughs> that was good. That was good. I mean, but what's what's really funny is that uh, where he's where he's fighting um, Thunder. Is it Thunder? Uh, yeah, yeah. And he's like, he gives this whole spiel about Jack Burton, and and he's like, who? And he goes, and he's got lipstick on the whole. Oh, time. the the <laughs> lipstick bit at the end is just so good, though. Like, you know what old Jack Burton says at a time like this? Who? Jack Burton. Me. The, the one of the one of the lines that always has stuck out in that whole movie is that it, like, if I had to quote any movie, any line out of that whole movie, it's it's Lopan's line where he goes, "We're not put on this earth to get it, Mister Barton." 
but it, it it's so funny he's just he, he does he, he is a, he's an absolute tool although he doesn't have impact he's just such a necessity he, he necessitates it so it's just he i think he is he's the character that moves the story along but he's like because he wants his truck back <laughs> exactly truck back. it ain't a rug it's his mcguffin it's his mcguffin um but what's really funny is if you really get into it like the whole thing with lopan right and, the, and how he's you know for anyone that doesn't know and hasn't seen the movie it, even though we've absolutely just ruined it and spoiled it for you and you that it turned you away please please don't this is this is the movie you need to see um it's just something that needs to be in your in your quiver um you got to put it in the bag and this one is just because it's only been 36 years if and if, if you, this movie yeah, is for you if it I, who isn't it for uh it's <laughs> a lot of people in the 1980s apparently but you know as you get older and you get smarter and more refined in your idiocracy you know you realize that this is a movie for you um what's really cool is that you know the backstory with with david lopan the sorcerer he what's really cool is that the the story is that he is actually cursed by the he was cursed by the first emperor of china to be a man of no flesh and flesh and you know flesh and bone um he's basically a walking a walking spirit and he the reason he's looking he needs to he needs to find a woman with green eyes to help make him whole and and break the curse and this and that and marry There's that her. whole James Hong eyes thing again. Yeah. So then, but lucky him, he finds two. I found two women with green eyes. What's really cool and what they never allude to is the fact that did Egg Chen is as powerful as as Lo Pan. Um, he's he's as as powerful, and they do this wonderful you know, their fight where they... The Schwartz battle. The Schwartz battle with Guy, which is absolutely horrendous. The oh, whole come on, fight, Harry Potter did it too. <laughs> it's, a, it's terrible, the mystical swordsman. But they, they rival each other in in uh, powers. And the, the, it begs to offer that question, was Egg Shen working for the, the first emperor of China and put the curse on uh, Lo Pan? That's how we know so much about him. Hmm. And I think that that's pretty cool need a graphic novel about the background uh they did do a series it. of comics did they, they did yeah so we can we can beg i think they, they did a they did a crossover comic with escape from new york so it was snake plissken and jack burton like in <laughs> doing a comic together that's too cool for one panel it'll explode <laughs> it'll blow up in flames how cool it is but do you <laughs> well so, it already exists so uh can i tell you another crossover uh-huh sure Egg Chen's office. It's the Ghostbusters office. So, which is really, really interesting because the guy who did the did the special effects for this did the special effects for Ghostbusters. Did you know that the sets for Big Trouble for this movie are actually were reused in a Janet Jackson video? Yeah, <laughs> did you know? Because because you know? uh, John and Kurt brought it up during the commentary. Yeah, I'm more amazed that they that the set still existed. Um, Oh wow, yeah, that's a great point. So, because I mean, when was a Janet Jackson video? Ninety-three. Oh, it's allegedly wow. that set was still there at the time of the recording of that commentary, but that was probably which, twenty years ago at this point. So, which is really funny because you have like, if this movie was such a bomb, 
and everything. Why wouldn't you just destroy the sets? Kind of like because it's it wasn't built. I don't think specifically for this movie. It was it's it was a very general set. It seemed. Yeah, I didn't realize you had to build a set of a uh, alleyway with garbage in it. <laughs> and he had to build the underground too. But what's so? I mean, what's really cool about like so talking about like let's get in let's go back into like how ludicrous this movie is <laughs> at, at its at its finest is like you know the um the kind of whatever you want to call it the beholder there the guy yeah. with the with you know um which we pants. talked about during the uh, flash gordon episode exactly so then you talk about that and you go like it, it, it's perfectly timed the comedy on this is so perfectly timed you get into that and you get into the how perfect at times and you know you get into that tension that that fight um and you know when when he first sees the beholder or whatever you want to call it his the doohickey mm-hmm. there he's like what is that oh god what is that and he's like bugging out but the next thing is like so as a kid as you're seeing all these fights and everything's going crazy and everything is so nuts and after lopan's been killed you know, and even the comedy of when he knocks over all the 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 Chinese soldiers, like in the in the main room, the throne room, and you're like, oh, it's on. And then the guy just inflates like a garbage pail kid and just blows up completely. It's exactly <laughs> like, like a garbage kid pail kid. Blows apart. Like and you know, did he blow up because he was just so upset because Lopan died? Yeah, exactly. That's, I mean, that's that's the magic of this movie is how the the comedy is so well timed. Even like when he goes when he goes flying down the the hallway <laughs> in the in the wheelchair. You know, so that set was flat and it was just filmed at an angle. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's wow. Cool. This is a movie. This is this is. I think this movie is is perfect. Yeah. Well, you were you you were talking about the creature effects. I think except the music. You know, that's something that goes along with with like what surprises this movie has is that like you know there are no creatures in like the first half of this movie until one of one just shows up <laughs> yeah like what what like you know like asia's the asian sasquatch shows up like, <laughs> yeah you know and, and is, they that, didn't go, go anywhere there was with one that. thing in the movie i would take out it's him it doesn't like, make sense it well, doesn't well there's there's like the three of them there's that beholder there's like the the wall piranha whatever the hell that was and then there's yeah. the then there's the asian sasquatch so, so it's it's like they have these little like creatures like scattered about this movie feels like it's like it feels very serially like it's it, like it's an episode it of is. something it and is there's, it's, there's it's, so much more around this that you could talk about that's a great I, point I, I i i love thinking about it that way that yeah you're just looking at one episode of a serial that's great I don't so I think this movie is a pretty perfect movie. I don't think this movie should be remade ever. Don't don't no. touch it, just leave it alone. Dwayne the Rock Johnson tried really hard. Yeah, and they yeah, like they that was one thing I heard. Um That's never I, never gonna happen. How, how much impact do you think this movie has on modern movies? Because I don't think it does. <laughs> I think I, just, a lo- I think a lot of directors like this movie, but it doesn't influence anybody because this is like this movie is very much like you said a serial movie, but I know that why you use that term, but I would definitely call this movie a, like a breakfast cereal movie. <laughs> like this is, this is a movie that I can watch this movie and any time. I don't, this I don't is a care. bowl of, this is a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch. I could, I could watch this movie anytime. 
um, this is definitely one of those. But here's the question. So we've gone from donuts to cereal? So, and there is, there is a method to my madness on this one. Um, do you think there should be a sequel ever to this movie? I say hmm. yes if, there's hmm. a, if they do a certain thing. What? I, I would not bring Lopan back. Do you know that is, there is... A separate Jack adventure? Yes. Do, do the old man Jack... Story, old man giant. jack oh my god there's there's a it came out after old man logan came out they did an old man jack story where uh, john carpenter actually wrote the wrote the comic and and it's it's based about when when jack burton's old so that that would work but if Does you were going to join hawkeye yeah. on, a, on a cross-country adventure a bunch of blind people and, <laughs> They get to see big old. They get you know, to see Devil Dinosaur fight Daredevil and Punisher. Yeah, they they find they find Asia Sasquatch, and they finally find him. And he's uh, but yeah, they, I definitely would. I I, I, I as much. I, I would never. Touch I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put a sequel to this. No, this movie's this movie's pretty perfect. I could I could absolutely see them unfortunately remaking this movie, but I I don't I see so. them. I don't see them doing like a soft reboot for this, where it's like no, I don't. Kurt you comes don't back. To. You don't need to. You just don't need to. It's 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 a happy. It's place. fine. It's, you didn't want it when we put it out. <laughs> We're not going to give you more now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't really. Yes, it has cultural. It, it has significance to an older generation um, of of but nerds. Like, you know, but kids seeing just... Marvel movies wouldn't see it, this. So, let me ask you oh, this: no, no. Is, is 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 this movie politically incorrect? Yes. A little bit. A little bit. Well, I mean, if you... It's not disrespectful, but it's not something you would do now. No, I mean, it's I, just... I, I, I don't know. I, you know, would you put it next to uh, Shang-Chi and, and The Legend of the Seven Rings and say that, you know, I, I would think that... No, I, I, I wouldn't say that it is politically correct. I don't think this movie needs to have any... Or politically incorrect, sorry. I don't think this movie needs to have any analysis to it. I, I, I just don't. This is this is a analysis. this is this is a fun movie that needs to be left alone. It does not need a special edition. It does not need a director's cut. It just needs to be just in the fight. Some time it alone just, with its own thoughts after box it just office needs, failure. It just needs to be in the five dollar bin. You know, <laughs> it just needs to be there. It just needs to be reliable, on, like a bartender. Yeah, put it in the five dollar bin at Thanksgiving. You know, on Black Friday, and and buy it for someone you you love. That's what you need. That's what you it know. Needs. And it, run, it runs really at ninety six minutes, so it's perfect for you know, TV where they have a two hour window to throw ads in there and everything. So, what's really cool is that, and I'm glad it didn't succeed in doing this. Is I'm really glad that they didn't when they originally planned to try to do this as a franchise um, to go up against the Indiana the idea of Indiana Jones. I'm glad they didn't. This is a movie that is just. I can watch this movie anytime I want. I can quote this movie. I can, I can be happy with this movie. And it's just like, leave it be. It's, it's a great movie. Don't analyze it. it just enjoy it for what it is. <laughs> like Jack says to Lopan, are you crazy? Is that your problem? <laughs> Come on, Dave, 2000 years and you can't seem to find somebody. You must be doing something seriously wrong. <laughs> there have been others. <laughs> We this really is, shook this the is pillars tough. of heaven, didn't we, Wang? <laughs> that we did. That we did. All right. 
Yeah, that's. I mean, that's all I got on this movie, Jimmy. You got anything else? Well, I, I, you know, like I said, the only thing I'd change, and I know this isn't gonna go over well. The only thing I'd change is the music. I'll leave I'm it. I'm not a fan of the Coupe de Ville's. Not that's a fan it. of the title music. <laughs> I, but, Wait, so the it. title music or the the end little theme song? The end theme song. Okay. It's great, man. I'd love it's, it. I think the whole thing is. I think the whole thing is great, and I think the fact that you know he did did the song, the director did the song. That's even better. It's just like wow, dude, so good. This is definitely that. Don't you know? It doesn't have impact in my book on. I mean, it, yeah, it, it had impact on Mortal Kombat, which has impact on on other things in this, you know, culturally. But it, yeah. it, it's definitely a movie that I would. I would tell a kid to watch or I'd make a kid watch, but you know, tell him he needs to write a report on it. And then I throw the report out and just say, did you, did you like it? <laughs> but did you like it? And yes, this is, this is great. All right. Well, we gave it our best shot pals and we, we and we took it. I was trying to incorporate that quote and I just couldn't. But anyway, um, been good it's uh, good to be back good to have you um hopefully we can get back to doing this uh yeah on a regular kick basis the, kick the rust off the game i'm uh, i'm done with school now so that'll be easier great i'm glad <laughs> congratulations yeah. great where where are we gonna see you where are we gonna where are you gonna where... see me you're you're gonna see um you're gonna see me in oviedo community news <laughs> great are you gonna be that <laughs> I'm gonna be the intern. I'm gonna. That's all I'm gonna be. But um, that's where I'll be this summer. Where else will we find you on the internet? Uh, nick.nimkoff.com. Maybe it's just nicknimkoff.com. Anyway, you can find the link on my Instagram at nicknimkoff. Yeah, go there. Go to the Cinephile New Wave account. Go check these guys out. They got grape. Jimmy. I've got uh, you know, check me out on YouTube.com/slash Jimmy Kenny. Yep. Got a ton of videos that I've been putting up there. Yep. All right. Hey right, guys, till next time. It's all in the reflexes. It's all in the reflexes. Checks in the mail, everyone. Good night. Good night.